Okay. So we are talking about our Benoni, very, very holy person, but afflicted by Timsim Halev. And in this third strategy, the way he's overcoming his Timsim Halev is by really analyzing himself and scrutinizing himself in contrast to the, as we call him, Tal Shebatalin, in contrast to the person who seemingly is so far from Hashem, and yet that person is giving Hashem a lot of nachas because he's really, really, really trying. He's really, really, really pushing. And now the person is telling himself, or we are telling ourselves, I wouldn't give Hashem as much nachas. I shouldn't give Hashem as much nachas as this kalsa b'kalim. Look, what's my issue? What's my problem? So yesterday we started this idea of looking at yourself. Now again, he's a benoni. We might look at ourselves and look, look at some other things. But for, for the benoni, he's only doing good. But in the realm of doing good, he's going to say, I could do better. I could do much better. Because you can always do better in many, many areas of doing good. So the first way he's going to look at himself is in terms of davening. Well, of course, he davens, and of course, he davens perfectly. And of course, he has kavana. I mean, we know all that. But you can always do more. You can always squeeze yourself more in your prayer. So, so we're talking about the Benoni. And he's saying, of course I serve Hashem perfectly. I mean, I'm a Benoni. But I'm not giving God the pleasure this common person here who's doing so many things wrong is giving God. Because this commoner, this person who's so ignorant and so sinful, that he's giving God a lot of pleasure. Because he's really trying. He's really struggling and overcoming himself. I need to do that. The end of yesterday's portion, we said he's going to really squeeze himself when he prays. He's going to really squeeze himself because however good you're praying, there's no end. It's one of those areas where you could limitlessly grow. You know, it says about Abraham, Abraham, first Jew, that when he came to the pinnacle of his career, when he was about to sacrifice, to offer up his son Yitzhak, Isaac, as an offering, the verse says, and he saw the place from afar, and the Rebbe Rayat says on this, Makom is a reference to Hashem, to God, and Merachok, from afar, with the different vowels, is Merchak, distance. Merchak. And he saw God, and he saw, wow, at this point, after everything I'm doing, there's still such a vast gap. There's still so much that I have to span to come close to God. So the Bainuni is saying, there's so much more I can do. There's so much more. Did I max myself out? You never max yourself out. There's so much more to grow. So yesterday we spoke about the idea of growth through prayer. And of really, really squeezing and trying to envision the fight and the struggle of this common, simple Jew with a commercial oven 
inclination inside of himself that he has to overcome because of his fear of God. And pulling out of yourself such a basic relationship with God to create that degree of intensity, that degree of pleasure to God. It's not only prayer, it's any blessings, it's the blessings we make before food, it's the blessings we make after food, it's any commandment you do. There's always kavana, there's always intention. So even though you're anony, which means you're perfect, which means you have some kavana, but there's a deeper kavana, there's a more intense kavana, there's a loftier kavana, there's higher and higher you can go in giving God your mind and your heart as you serve him in any way. Any commandment is always enhanced by giving God your mind, by giving God your heart in a greater and greater measure. And that's all one area. Another area, Torah study. Learn. How much should you learn? A lot more than you want to. Hmm. So for some of us, that means five minutes instead of like one and a half. But whatever it is, I mean, if you're the Bainoni, it means 10 hours instead of eight. But it doesn't make a difference of quantity. The point is, once you've come to that point where you're maxed out, you learned, it was wonderful, and you're done, and then say, I'm going to do more. I'm done, and I'm going to do more. How much more do I need to do? A lot more. Why a lot more? You know, previously in Chapter 15, we discussed this idea of breaking your nature. And there we quoted from the Talmud that says that uh, in the days of the Talmud, everyone reviewed their learning a hundred times. So those were like non-workers. That was the norm. That was what was in. That was the style. You want to be a worker? Add one. Review your learning a hundred and one times. That will break your nature because your nature is till a hundred, which is quite impressive, and you're done. So if you add plus one, you broke your nature, you moved from a non-worker to a worker. You're amazing. But here the Rebbe says, we have a very different job issue. Here my issue isn't move from non-worker to worker. Here my issue is, are you giving God the pleasure of this common man that is sweating so much for whatever good deeds he's doing or whatever horrible acts he is not committing? So if you say, okay, God, I'm done. All right, I'll give you three more minutes. I'll give you one more page. I'll give you one more section of the sicha. You're a worker. But we can't say the pleasure you're giving God is the same as this man. For that, you need a massive battle, not a little one. So if you're maxed out, if you say, I did my, my learning, I did it, and I'm done, push. The rabbit says, don't just push a little, push a lot. Learn a lot more than you want to. Why a lot more? Because you want to give God a lot of pleasure. You want to give God at least as much pleasure as this other person is. And to give God a lot of pleasure, you need to have a big battle. Because if it's a big, a little battle, it's a little pleasure. If it's a big battle, it's a big pleasure. Now the person could say, listen, who am I fooling? Here I am. I'm a holy Jew. And I'm becoming a holier Jew. I pray amazingly. Now it's even more amazing. I learned lots. Now I'm learning even a lot more. How in the world can you compare this to this person who's struggling to keep from the worst sins in the world? And he's exerting himself so much not to succumb. And I'm being even holier. I'm going from holy to holier. 
how can we compare that? I mean, obviously what he's doing, no matter what I'm going to do, what he's doing is giving God more pleasure than what I'm ever going to do. Because how could you compare adding from holy to holier as versus the pleasure of not succumbing to these horrible acts? So the Rebbe answers that question by saying, and I'm not going to go into all the details, of course, because we don't have that much time, but he says, in the end, God is bigger than the details. Which the Rebbe phrases by saying, there are three phrases, each phrase has implication, but to speak generally because the time is short, all of these expressions, each of these three expressions bring out the same point. In the little world of our world, holding back from horrible transgressions is much more valuable than adding extra time and learning or extra intensity in prayer. But in God's world, where he's the king, the point is to listen to him, where he's separate, he's beyond the details, where he's all there is, it's all him and nothing but him, at that point, at that level of God's reality, the difference between holding back from horrible bad and adding more godly good is irrelevant. It's just the baseline, how hard are you working to serve God? And at that point, if you're working as hard, that's all that counts. And hopefully you are. And if you're not, you'll squeeze harder. Third category. We had the first broad category of prayer, which contained within it intention and contained within it the blessings. We had the second broad category of Torah study. The third broad category is charity, staka, and all similar things, any kindness you do with your money, any gifting of your money for some purpose. You could loan your money. You could support someone with your money. You could give charity with your money. Why is this also in the category? Because, again, it's a commandment that's limitless. However much you're doing, you could always do more. You could always do more. You could always give more, or you could give more deeply, or you could give with more intent, or you could give with more joy, or you could give more selflessly, or you could give in a more concealed fashion. There's always ways to take this very significant commandment and give God even more pleasure in it. So basically, we just touched on the three pillars of the world. Torah, prayer, and good deeds, which is embodied by charity as an ultimate act of a good deed, of a kindness. So in Torah, in prayer, in charity and kindnesses, you're amazing. Now be a lot more amazing to create inside yourself the battle that this other person is experiencing probably every second of the day. And when you do that, you too are giving God that pleasure and obviously, through this process, you've completely freed yourself of your indifferent, apathetic heart. Any questions? Please unmute yourself, star six. Okay. So for someone out there, I know this was a very important lesson. It's the only validation for the snafus we had in it. So I hope we should all take it to heart. Who knows? You might be that person. <laughs>